Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. So, what do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who has seen the Backstreet Boys in concert 47 (laughs) times, Shay Kilmer. I wish I saw them (laughs) ever. I never got to. Anyways, hello, my romantics, my erotics, and my curious people. If you love a show like Woody Harrelson loves smoking that ganja, then please remember to subscribe to Believe in the Sex Playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. (laughs) You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others we'll mention at the end of the show. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. I love Woody Harrelson. Do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what I also love is the topic that we're going to be talking about. It's something that is critically important and so many people totally suck at. <laughs> and that's flirting. I think I'm a good flirter. Are you? I think so. I mean, I got a boyfriend, so. Is that how you got him, though? I think so. I mean. By your flirty ways, your Jedi mind flirting tricks <laughs> i i don't know we're gonna have to ask him one of these days you know and when you're i just mean any any girl in general when you're a hot girl do you have to have good flirting skills or is the work kind of already done for you listen if there is a hot ass bombshell and she doesn't know how to like create a sentence because she's scared of like talking to you I feel like that is such a turnoff when she's just like jumbling over her words. She's like, I, mm, uh, mm, so mm, sunny. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I don't think that's attractive. Like I think confidence is attractive to guys even more than looks like looks are important. But if you're not like confident in like yourself, if you're a hot girl, then it's just like, eh. for sure. And I've broken it off with super hot girls that people would be like, what? You're crazy that you don't want to date that girl anymore because they didn't have like a brain in their head. You know what I mean? I can't see. That's like one of my pet peeves, I would say, is girls like acting dumb or girls who think they can just skate by on their looks and they don't have to actually like think for themselves. Right. That pisses me off. So pisses me off, too. (laughs) Well, good. (laughs) I'm glad it pisses you off. Yeah, we're fucking pissed here. (laughs) But flirting, it's a vital skill set that is going to dictate how all interactions are going to go from that point on. Flirting is supposed to be the first attention grabber, the first thing that grabs you and keeps the interest rather than just, you know, it could turn into, it could turn just a regular hello into a longer conversation and an even longer conversation. And next thing you know, 
You're into each other. That's what flirting is supposed to do. You know, there is an art form to flirting without coming off as creepy or pervy or like overbearing, you know? I agree. I feel like, I think it's something that you mentioned in one of the previous um, episodes. Uh, it's a, a push and pull kind of thing. Yeah. With yeah. flirting. Yeah, that's part of the dance. You know, flirting is part of the mating dance, <laughs> you know, where it, it's vital. That kind of runs the show. It's like the operating system, if you will, for the interaction with 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 the person that you're interacting with. And, you know, if you really can master the art of flirting, flirting can be successful in almost any venue. It doesn't have to be just with dating. Flirting can help you be successful in, in really all aspects of life. It is a art form, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in sales. Flirting like if you're an attractive person and flirting or even if you're like not super attractive and just like normal attractive and you're good at flirting a it makes you look even more attractive and b it's easier to win people's trust yes if you're good at flirting yes nothing like a big smile right if you're be if you have a a server in a nice restaurant you know it's just a nice warm legit smile doesn't that get you like just more um, enthusiastic about the experience, you know? Right. You have no idea how many, like, especially like older guys when I used to serve, um, at this little pizza place, it was, um, fam- like a little family owned pizza joint and food was super good, especially the pizza. And I had like, I think I was like 21 at the, like I turned 21 while I was working there and I had so many older gentlemen that would leave their numbers like this guy <laughs> this one guy I remember s- left his number and his 17 year old son was closer to my age than he, he was he was like 49 I think or something like that yeah I was like oh my god and was it just because you're a hot younger girl or were you sort of like f- were, were you were you so on top of your game with flirting that he couldn't tell the difference between being nice or she's actually into me. Yeah. I think he could not tell the difference because I was a great server. I'm not going to lie. Like I was a bomb ass server. And, and and very modest too. Yeah, no. Um, so like I was always on it with like drink orders, food orders, whatever. But like, I was also like extremely overly nice. And I feel like they would, especially older gentlemen, like the daddy status, (laughs) <laughs> sugar daddy status yeah. like they would take that as oh she's into me like not understanding like i'm literally just doing my fucking job like i right. have i'm being paid to smile at you right now and hoping right. you give me a big tip because men are stupid that way yeah and like i don't think you understand guys waitresses don't make shit they make yes. all their money on tips so right. the nicer we are and the more like flirty you think we're being the bigger the tip normally is so right so you better tip fucking cheapskates out there right so <laughs> But that proves the point of the power of flirting. For any of you guys who have worked in the medical field, and, and Jay, you work in the medical field as well. So I do. There is a reason why pharmaceutical reps that go visit doctor's offices. Oh, they are smoking hot. They are smoking hot. And it's. do you think it's a coincidence that somehow all smoking hot women are attracted to the pharmaceutical industry? No, it's the pharmaceutical industry are going and finding the hot women 
to go into the doctor's office yep. to give them the samples of the meds and to push their Those products. tight little outfits and stuff. Right. Woo. To flirt with these older doctors, you know, and next thing you I've know. I've seen a lot of really attractive male reps when I used to work at Northwestern Medicine. No kidding. Holy bananas. Huh. Woo. Well, see, their charms worked on you. Unfortunately, you're not the decision maker to decide if their drug gets used in their office or not. And you know what? There is nothing wrong with flirting in those venues when it comes to business and professional and all that stuff, as long as you're non-sexual about it and you're professional about it. That is part of your sales tactics is the flirting. Yep. Just because you're flirting doesn't mean you're automatically using it to try to get love or sex. You are using it as a means to an end. What that end is, is is really kind of up to you. Do you want sex? Then you flirt. Do you want love? You flirt. You trying to make a sale? Then you flirt. My point is, that is the power of flirting. Yeah. And I think it's so funny to see like the differences between men's way of flirting and women's way. Oh, it's so different. There is... There couldn't be a bigger, there's, um, there's miles of differences between men and women on all kinds of things, but flirting is one of those things where the way both flirt are so different. Yeah. And I feel like overall, like men with flirting, they'll like show, like not consciously, I don't think they do this, but they'll like show off their jawline, like they'll clench the teeth and mm-hmm. they'll do, and I feel like the men are normally the first ones to be more aggressive with yeah, flirting. They are. <laughs> girls are more like reciprocal of it where it's like if a guy looks at your way and like holds the stare too long the girl will look away real quick but then like she'll look back to see if you're still looking yeah you're you're you you hit the nail on the head with the jaw thing as men typically will have their mouth closed and their jaw clenched to try to show like a chiseled facial feature whereas mm. women <laughs> it's the opposite that women will actually have their mouth open just a little bit and and like, like biting that little lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is any of you that are in acting, acting coaches actually teach like especially if it's a love scene and they're about to kiss or anything, they tell the women to open their mouth. I want all of you next time you're watching a movie, watch right before they kiss or if it's a sexual or sensual scene, the women will always have their mouth open just ever so slightly. So if you see that in front of you in real life, when you're kind of macking with a, with a chick, if you see that, that means she's a little bit into you. Mm-hmm, I agree. And it's funny because like you also have to look at the body language too, where yep. like guys yep. are going to be like more broad and like, m- like take up more space where girls are going to be like, be like more dainty and take up a smaller space. And like, I feel like girls sometimes like if they aren't confident in their flirting or they're not confident in themselves they start to get like fidgety too yeah for sure there are body language telltale signs and if you want to be an expert at dating it's your job to have situational awareness that's a firefighter phrase situational awareness always know everything that's going on around you in a social setting there's tons of moving parts you know that are happening it's your job to know every one of those moving parts and not just tunnel visioning on, you know, how big her boobs are or the prospect that, hey, I'm going to get laid tonight or wow, I'm really into this girl. You can't tunnel vision on any of that. You have to pull all these little clues that she is throwing out there. And a big part of it is like what Shay just said, the body language. You know, for example, if she is leaning into you, you know, even if you're sitting at a high top table in a bar, you know, and it's just you and her sitting at a bar and you're sitting across from each other. 
Is she leaning towards you versus away from you? That shows that she's interested in what you have to say. She's mm-hmm. she's into you. That's good. Whereas if she's sitting back, if her arms are crossed, is definitely not oh a good sign. Normally, if a girl's arms are crossed, she's pissed. Right. You know, is run she, away. Right. Is she playing with her hair? Does she initiate any kind of contact with you? Uh, like, Ooh, girl. like she just, I don't mean like her pawing all over you. I mean, like if she touches your arm, if you say like, something, oh, you're funny, so funny. Right. You and know? like smacks your arm or something. If she does that, she's into you. Tall tail sign right there. Right. Because see, here's what you guys got to remember is that when, when a, a, a woman is interacting with a guy and, and she, it's in the get to know you phase, like it's a first date or, you know, worse yet, it's a guy that approached her at a bar. She has her red light defense mechanism up and as well, she should, you know, she wants to make sure this guy isn't a threat or anything like that. So if she's got that firewall up, you know, until she can determine that you're not a threat, then physical contact is a no, no. That's part of a threat is I don't know this guy. I don't want him touching me. But if she actually initiates the contact, even if it's something subtle, like, you know, you say something funny and she touches your arm or she touches your hand or something like that. If she initiates that, that is a flirting sign that she's she's interested so far. I agree. Mm-hmm. So even though men and women flirt completely differently, they're doing it for the same reason. It, it says, I'm interested in you. That's what flirting says. And another thing, guys, if a girl is constantly talking to you, like if you already exchanged numbers or like she's friends with you or something, if she's like, trying to talk to you constantly or ask you to like hang out normally that means she has a thing for you yeah like i don't know many girls that are just like oh hey you want to hang out like if it's like chill tone like that whatever but if she's like oh hey i was wondering if maybe on friday if you're free we can go get coffee she likes you yeah yeah and um there are some girls especially with how independent and strong women are these days is there are some women that may suggest to you you know to go out hey you want to get coffee sometime or whatever even like to this day if you know i match with somebody on tinder or bumble or something like that a lot of these women you know i'm a writer so i'm dialogue driven sometimes women complain that i send them too mess too many messages like a pen pal before we actually get to going out so some of them will will initiate and be like, so let's get coffee sometime or let's get a drink, you know, and that's awesome. I love when girls can feel secure enough to ask the guy out or suggest that you should go out. And, and if that's happening, that's definitely a green light for you. That's definitely showing that she's interested in you. Right. I would definitely, t- if you are into that girl, take advantage of that. <laughs> like, yes, I would love to go on a date with you. Yeah. You know, she put the ball in your court. You, you got to take it and run with it. Yeah. And honestly, if you're not interested in her, at least appreciate it. Be like, hey, I really appreciate that. And I'm really impressed with your forwardness, but I'm just not into you or something. something to that effect. Be like, oh, you're not my type or whatever. But like that takes fucking balls like on both sides, though, for anyone to approach anyone and be like, hey, I think you're cute. We let's like get some coffee sometime like that takes some fucking balls. Yeah, and because because flirting is a skill set that you have to hone and that it is an art form, practice your craft. You know, practice your your flirting craft. Kind of like what Shay said, if you meet somebody when you're out and, you know, you're having great conversation and all that kind of stuff, you know 
especially women, women more so know if they're going to be into this guy, like in the first five, 10 minutes than men do. Men will keep going and, and going and going with something that is dead from the beginning. Whereas women, they know right away if that's something they're into. So if you know that you're not into this person, like he's nice, he's, you know, he's, he's a good conversationalist, but he's not my type, but I like, you know, the conversation that we're having with him. There is nothing wrong with you continuing that conversation and still honing your flirting skills without it having to go anywhere. You know, there's been times where I've been out and I'd meet like a really cool chick and, but I know it's not somebody that I would want to date. I'm not really into her physically or, or just something, you know, you just know it when you know it and when you don't, you don't, but she was still fun to talk to. So it wasn't like, Hey, I don't want to bang you. So I guess I'm moving on. No, I, we stayed and had good conversation. And then when it was time to go, it was like, you know what? It was really cool meeting you. It was awesome talking to you. And then you just kind of go your separate ways. Those are like some of the most awesome conversations and experiences I've had. And that's what helps you really fine tune your flirting skills. Yeah. The more that you get out there, the easier it is to flirt. So the more that you just talk to people in general, the easier it is. Like if you do public speaking or something like me and John have both done public speaking before, it makes it easier to go outside your comfort zone and talk to people because we're used to speaking in public. Yeah. So. Yeah, we definitely suggest if you are one to touch up on those flirting skills, just go and talk to someone like it doesn't it can even be someone of the same sex. Be like, oh, hey, I really like your shoes or hey, your necklace is really cute. Like, right. Just get yourself out there because it makes things so much easier when you do have like those butterflies or you are like, oh, my gosh, they're so cute. Like, it's not easy. It's never going to be super easy because you get like nervous, but it makes it easier. Right. Those are people you could practice your flirting on without having it go anywhere. You know, you're, you're almost using them as a, as a, not to dilute it, but you're using them as a prop to help you learn a little bit more. Kind of like, you know, people in medical school, like carve up dead bodies and stuff like that. Those dead bodies are there to help you learn. So um, sorry that I'm comparing people in social settings to dead bodies. <laughs> But I think it proves it's funny. The point. You could just use someone in like beauty school who has to like test out on like people's hair and stuff. Okay. But no, dead bodies. All right. Sure. <laughs> there's that. But I went with the dead body angle. Shocker. Um, <laughs> you know, I mentioned it before. I'm a big people watcher. And there's a reason why is because you learn from them. You know, people who become like lion experts and experts of all kinds of species of creatures they got that way because they went out there into the field and did nothing but spend hours and hours and hours observing those animals and that's how they became experts so the reason how we become sex and dating experts and relationship experts is you go and you got a people watch and next time you guys are in a social setting look around don't stare at people don't be a weirdo but um watch people <laughs> watch men in, interacting with women and you'll see you'll suddenly start to see oh the, that's a first date you know oh, I or love those. right or or those two people have been together for a while and watch how they interact with each other you you will learn from that and it'll help you hone your own skills that's how you end up learning about people you know everybody is their own unique individual personality but human beings have very common reactions and traits and similarities. And there's so many ways that women, all women, behave the exact same way. And there's so many ways that men behave the exact same way. Yeah. I would just say, like, if you 
are going to suck it up and actually go forth towards someone like man, woman, alien, whatever, whatever it is. I love hot aliens. Yeah. I never get to hook up with enough hot aliens. Oh God. I don't even want to know. Anyways. But if you're going to be that person, like for like 10 seconds, have that confidence. Nothing more than that. As long as you can like walk up to that person and say something, you got it. At least the very least you tried. See, you hear that guys? If you see Shay out in a social setting, she is giving you permission to come and talk to her. Yeah. I mean, Ryan, <laughs> my boyfriend might be pissed, but uh, right. eh, it'll be a for effort. But you know what? Do it if he's even there with her. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's a non-threatening. I'm not saying hit on her because oh, yeah. you may get his fist in your mouth, but that sounded dirty, <laughs> kinky. Oh, no. That's not what fisting is. A fist in the <laughs> mouth is not what fisting is. So that's a whole nother subject. We'll get to that a different day. Right. <laughs> but, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with flirting. You're not a game player if you're flirting. F- human beings aren't the only ones who flirt. All species of animals do it. Shade, did you ever see that movie, uh, March of the Penguins? Remember that yeah, one? Yeah, that one's so cute. Right. They show penguins. Their way of flirting is a mate that they're interested in is the male penguin will bring small pebbles <laughs> to the female penguin. They're just it's giving so- them... Them. They're just giving them pebbles. That's I their would way. I so much rather have pebbles than dick pics. Right. So let's let's edit what I just said a little while ago. If you see Shay in public, don't go up and flirt with her. Bring her a couple pebbles. Aww. That's it. You'll have her I mean, heart. I'll take snacks too. Yeah, she'll <laughs> take snacks. You'll have her heart forever if you do that. <laughs> um. So it just says, hey, I'm interested. That's kind of what flirting is. It's like mutual awareness. Like in a crowded room of people, two people who are flirting stand out. You know what I mean? Walk through a crowded area and everybody just kind of is like in a sea of humans. You don't notice anybody in particular when you're in a really crowded area. But you always do notice two people flirting, don't you? If you see two people that are sitting like on a first date, you notice it, right? Yeah, I like I can almost always scope out like that kind of like awkward energy, but like also flirty. Yeah. Like, it's normally a lot of smiling. It's mm-hmm. a lot of like laughing because you you're trying to make them not feel stupid because yeah. you like feel like you have to laugh at them. But you're also nervous. So you're laughing. Right. And then a lot of like trying to touch them, but also not trying to touch too much. Like, yeah. Like a little, a little, you know, I'm revealing a secret here, but there's a way that it's not a game. It's not like game playing, but there's a way. Remember I said that the sooner she's willing to touch you, you know, even if it's a subtle touch, the, the quicker she is determining that you're not a threat. So there are ways that you can actually kind of instigate that, like a really stupid thing. Cause I'm like, famous for just saying stupid things that don't fit into a conversation because it Shocker. breaks the ice and it makes people laugh. So like one thing that I would do a lot is I would say to her, so how good are you at thumb wrestling? And that's like a, a playful thing. So she'd be like, oh, I'll kick your ass in thumb wrestling. Next thing you know, you got to grasp each other's hands to thumb wrestle, right? That is her accepting and giving you the green light to touch her, right? Instead of you like, putting your hands on her without her expecting it, that's going to creep her out a little bit and that's going to raise her red flag. But she dropped her defenses when she was willing to do the thumb wrestling thing with you. Yeah, I definitely suggest waiting for until you think, A, she's comfortable enough. Like, do not 
just go up to a girl and like touch her shoulders or her side and then like ask her for a date. That's yeah, fucked no, up. Right. Give that girl her personal space. If you like also read her body language after if this is like the first date or something, read her body language and stuff like that. And if you think she's into you, yeah, sure. Go ahead and like try to hold her hand or something. Do something non-invasive. Do something that's not threatening. Like holding her hand or like I forgot what one person did. They would like I think there was like my hair in my face and they just mm-hmm. moved my hair out of my face. Oh yeah. Like something very subtle but sweet. Yeah, right. And knowing what flirting is is also knowing what flirting is not. <laughs> flirting is not like unwelcome grinding okay. on random women on the dance floor. You know, grinding while you're dancing if it's your partner is super hot and sensual, but you know, jumping around and grinding on women on the dance floor or grabbing a girl's ass, that sort of thing, that is not flirting. No, I swear to God, if one more person grabs my ass when I'm out with my girls, like, and I'm in, like, a dress or a skirt, I'm cold cocking them, like, right across, like, right hook. Right. Does grabbing her ass say, I'm interested? Yes, it does say that, but it is definitely the wrong message. And you can get sexual assault. And you can get a sexual assault charge for that, so. Yeah, right? Or, you know, her right hook across your jaw at the least, you know? I agree. (laughs) So we're used to history, like the construction workers, you know, doing the wolf calls and whistling at the girls walking by. Those are the fucking worst. Right. They're harmless, but that's definitely not flirting. It's honestly, speaking from personal experience, it makes you feel so unsafe. Yeah. When you're getting whistled at because you're like, okay, are they going to follow me now? Like, are they going to get mad that I'm not responding to them? Like, it's terrifying. So please fucking stop if you're one of those people. We don't take it as a compliment. No, that's that is not having game. That's for sure. Um, But these days, you know, with technology, even like in texting, you could have clear flirting. You know, there's even emojis that are out there specifically the for winky flirting. kissy face. Right. The winky or there's like a really sly winky face. It's not the regular wink. It's like a really sly, like like you know a dirty secret kind of <laughs> emoji. Um, and even those you have to send them at the right time. You know, if you were like every once in a while for business, people for business send texts every now and then. And if you say something funny, you can send a regular smiley face and they're not going to think anything of it, even if it's just a business, you know, acquaintance. But if you send that sly, winky, you know, emoji at the end of a sentence, they're going to be fired. Right. They're going to take it as this guy is flirting with me. That is an example of how flirting does translate over text and in emails and and in those sort of things. So, And I think the worst one that happens is like when the eggplant emoji is that the one no. <laughs> don't send the eggplant emoji <laughs> is when nobody like, thinks that's an eggplant nobody when like someone is giving you their time and like you're ex- you think that they like you but they just don't fucking know that they're flirting like they're talking to you every single day and they're talking like oh yeah we can we should hang out sometime blah 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 but like you're taking it as them flirting but they yeah. don't but they don't think of it as flirting so like right they're giving you like the runaround which sucks so yeah please be aware if you're one of those people if some girl is like constantly giving up her time to text you and respond to you she most likely likes you if it's just like casual conversations and if she keeps asking questions to keep the conversation going after it was like already done like she likes you so don't keep dragging it out don't keep responding to her if you don't like her 
Right. Because that, in a way, you're leading her on, you know? And that's the worst you can really do is and, leading on. And that's because men are so fucking clueless is they can't pick up on those signals. They're not as astute about the flirting thing as much as women are. Is, I think women are like overly sensitive to flirting and guys are under sensitive <laughs> no or or the guys are way off the vibes are, are they're misinterpreting the the vibes like i think this waitress or this bartender is flirting with me Ugh. you know they either either they don't pick up the flirting like Maybe that's at like all the common ground like guys right. and girls they both think like oh he must be flirting with me because he's talking to me or yeah. something like that i think that's a common ground. <laughs> i tend to think i mean you're a woman so you tell me is i tend to think that Women probably think that all men are flirting with them, you know? I get a, a good chunk of guys. Like, normally, I don't think guys around my age or, like, the really attractive ones are flirting with me. That's just, like, my ugly kid side. Because yeah. I was not, not attractive growing up. But, like, so if there's someone super attractive talking to me or something like that, I don't think that they're that um, they're attracted to me in return. Yeah. I just think, like, oh, they need something or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if, like old man talking to me if it's yeah. like a younger kid trying to talk to me i'm like oh pff, they probably yeah. fucking like me here we go i think what i'm trying to say is that i think when flirting is definitely happening or flirting is definitely not happening women know both of those situations whereas men they misinterpret both men 100%. have no yeah men have no clue if a girl is actually flirting with them and if a girl is not flirting with them, they think she is. Yeah. Like the waitress, the bartender, that sort of thing. Yeah. I think I know one of my friends, he was one of those guys that was like leading a girl on, but he didn't know it because I was like, dude, she she likes you. He's like, no, she doesn't. I was like, yes, she does. She's talking to you every day. The conversation should have just ended there. But she texted you 10 minutes later asking what you were doing for the rest of the week. Yeah. Like she obviously likes you. And she was like asking him if he wants to go get a drink or go get coffee sometime. Like if a girl is inviting you out like that, she a either wants a free meal or coffee or B she wants to date with you because she likes you. So either he's clueless or he's not interested. Exactly. Well, he wasn't interested. Yeah. But he's, he was also clueless and had no idea that she liked him. Yeah. Cause you know, you could have said to him, Hey, dumbass, she's into you. And he'd be like, what? I, I didn't know. Exactly. That's what he fucking said. <laughs> um, oh, here's a here's a tip that I've noticed. It's kind of a theory that I came up with myself, you know, long time ago. And so I started paying attention to it more. And a lot of girls agree with me that this is a real thing. Shay, you tell me what you think of this really quick. Her purse will speak volumes to you. So if a girl is like clutching her purse when she's interacting with you and it's like in front of her and she's like protecting it, almost like she's walking through like a crowded, you know, room, that's a sign that she's not totally sure about you yet. You oh, know, yeah, that you're not like a threat a defense, or whatever. Like she's putting a barrier between you and her. Right. Like a purse like because she's so used to using that trait of protecting her purse. Um, when she feels like she's at a threat, she's subconsciously doing the same thing in front of you if she thinks you're a threat. But when she feels comfortable with you and that she's loosening up and that she's into you, her purse will either be around the chair or, or like even in the back of her. Or right. Like, or in the yeah. back. Right. Or better yet, when she goes to the bathroom, she will leave her purse and she'll leave her phone on the table with you there like she trusts you around her purse and trusts you that you're not going to be a fucking weirdo and start looking through her phone and 
more often than not, when I've used those situations like, oh, is she into me? Is she not into me? I've been kind of right. What do you think about that whole purse theory? Yeah, I definitely agree with that because no matter what, like even if it's not just a purse, if it's like books or literally anything you can carry, if she puts it down to talk to you, that's a good sign. If she keeps it close to her and her arms like up or anything like that she's trying to create a barrier and she's not either comfortable or she doesn't want to talk to you she has to go like right and if a girl has somewhere to be but she stays and talks to you oof, you're in right right and going back to the texting thing the flirting over text guys if you detect that text she's or, or that that flirting in the text like she's sending you those flirty emojis and suggestive text that is the green light that she's into you and wants you to flirt but that is not the green light to do what, Jay? Send dick pics. Send dick pics. That is not the green light. Because you're over text and be, it, because she's flirting with you clearly, and even if she's sending suggestive sexual stuff, that is not the green light to send dick pics. Let me get it to you this way, boys. If a girl is flirting with you and you have, you're getting some good vibes and you like her too, are you just going to whip out your dick? No, (laughs) don't whip your dick out. No, you're not. So don't fucking whip it out in a picture either. Right. We don't want to see that shit. Right. I'm starting to think like I should write like a paper for science about this, that dick pics are probably the bane of human beings existence. If (laughs) if if there were cell phones during World War Two, Hitler would have been like a dick pic sender (laughs) because because dick pics are like that. I think dick pics. He'd are the cause like, of all things evil in this world. He'd probably be like, I'm the only one that can never send this. If anyone else sends it, you're going to the gas chamber. Right. View by master race dick. And you think he has like the little, you think his pubes would have been shaved in that little square like his mustache? Ew. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> oh my God, I wouldn't even think about that. Yeah, this show's going off the rails now. Go. All right, right, let's bring it back. <laughs> right. So, you know, just a couple smaller tips. Eye contact. Always making direct eye contact is the best way to flirt. Say her name. You know, like when you're when you're talking, if she says, how's your work? Do you like your work? And answer by saying something like, Shay, I got to tell you, I love I love my job. You know, use her name in sentences. That is a but thing don't that do she's it like literally every sentence. Oh yeah, yeah, like, no, do it sparingly. I get a lot strategically. of insurance reps that try to say my name in every single sentence. Like, oh, how can I help you, Shay? Yeah. Oh, you need this, Shay. Okay, Shay. Well, we're gonna do this for you, and then Shay, we're gonna do that for you. And it's like, can you fucking stop saying my name? No, you do it strategically Strategic. and sparingly. Right? Yes, because she'll like. Her ears will perk up a little. Exactly. But if you do it constantly, they're just always going to be up and she's going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Right. <laughs> and she'll she'll know that it's not like some of the dates that I've been on where I forgot the girl's name. Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> right. <laughs> then I just call her hun. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Not really. But maybe. So, you know, lean in in your conversations. Not so much to where you're like a close talker, but lean in and see what she does. If she leans back when you lean in, that's not a good sign. But if she doesn't move or better yet, leans in as well, you're off to a good start. And also in regards to the uh, eye contact thing, if she does like a double take, you are automatically in. So go try to get that number or like Snapchat code or Instagram, whatever you guys are planning on using. But like... If she looks at you and sees she, you're looking and then she turns her head and then looks back again, go for it. Yeah, that's a green light. Now, the last thing I'll talk about is about people who are in relationships that flirt. 
And I am not in a relationship, so I can say this. Is that is I that a shocker? No. I don't consider <laughs> that cheating if the guy has no intention or the girl has no intention on it going anywhere past the flirting. But my question is, okay, if that's the case, what are you trying to get out of it then? Here's why. I'll tell you exactly why taking people flirt, especially men, is because after a while, especially if you're in a very long-term relationship or a long marriage, is men start questioning their attractiveness to other people. And so by them flirting, if somebody else is receptive to that, that tells the guy, other people still find me attractive. And it is a little bit of an ego boost. And that's all that's all he wanted, especially See, if at home he doesn't get that kind of reception from his significant other that they stopped flirting long time ago. He's not looking to cheat. He's just looking for that. But Do I people feel like still that's find the, me attractive. Unfortunately, I feel like that's the start of cheating, though. I honestly it could be um, a slippery slope. I will agree with that. But like, here's the thing. A, have a conversation with your significant other. Be like, I know actually one of my um, friends and her husband do this. They'll sometimes go out and have a contest to see who can get the first number. Nice. Or how many numbers they can get in that night. Yeah. For like the opposite sex. That's pretty playful. I like that. Yeah. But like, I, on the other hand, would not be okay with that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm also a very, (laughs) I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say jealous. I'd say. Possessive? No, I would say. Psycho? What's mine is mine. Like you're going to boil a rabbit in the kitchen? No, that's fucking weird. What's wrong with you? (laughs) But I'd be like, what's mine is mine and you can't fucking touch. Right. Like, and I think, A, if you're looking for validation outside of your marriage or outside of your relationship, that's the start, like you said, of a slippery slope. Because not only are you going to start looking for validation, what if you're like, okay, yeah, I really like this. I like talking to this person. I want to keep going. I feel like if there is a problem in the marriage, looking outside of the marriage is not the solution. Even if it's just flirting. That's the start of it. Like flirting with somebody else. Why are you trying to do it for your own personal gain? Even though it could possibly hurt the person you're with. It's like if you need to flirt, go out on fucking dates with your wife or boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you have. Like go out. It's going to be fine. Like, yeah, if some girl comes up to you and starts flirting, that's great. But like, don't seek it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, for all you guys out there who who may flirt while you're in a relationship just because you need that ego boost, just know that if you do it to Shay, (laughs) she may end up shiving you in the back. (laughs) I'm not that rough. Jeez. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. And that'll do it for today's edition of Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm John Ibrahim. Make sure to hit me up on Facebook and Instagram with the username The Real John Ibrahim. And please remember to subscribe to The Sex Playbook and give the show a five-star rating. And I'm your co-host, Shay Kilmer. And you can find me on Instagram at trulyshay. That's T-R-U-L-Y-S-H-A-Y. And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on your favorite podcast directories, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay, and I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And make sure to check out all the other cool, great podcasts on the Believe Network, like the Believe in SoCal High School Sports Podcast Show, where host 
Tony Muscal gives you the straight dope on everything involving high school sports in Southern California. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. Remember, sex sells. So get on the sex train and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.